What's up, guys? Welcome to a new episode of Sounds of the Future. It's been a minute since I've come at you with the podcast. I apologize about that. Uh, I was pulling audio from videos a lot of the time, and I started to feel guilty about it. But then I had an epiphany that, who cares? This is good content, and I should share it everywhere I can. So I'm back pulling audio from a recent YouTube video, and this one's kind of special. This is the first... Uh, sort of content strategy attempt I'm making on my YouTube channel, and I want to translate it over to audio as well. So basically what I've done is I've taken this video that you're about to listen to here on this episode of the podcast, and I'll be breaking it down over the coming weeks, bullet point by bullet point. So this video and this episode of the podcast is entitled Top 10 Biggest Mistakes I've Made When Using Facebook Ads for Spotify. In this episode, I'm going to walk through the top 10 mistakes, top 10 biggest mistakes I have made when promoting myself as an artist on Spotify, specifically using Facebook ads. And in the coming weeks, like I said, I'll be taking each one of these 10 bullet points and breaking it down even further to help you get more insight into a, why this didn't work and why it was a mistake, and more importantly, B, what I would have done alternatively and what I would recommend you do instead of doing the mistake that I made. So this is the first uh, of 11 in an 11-part series about mistakes I've made when using Facebook ads to promote my music on Spotify. So I didn't do... The same thing I've done in the past with this one, which is where I've tried to like cleverly edit the episode or excuse me, edit the episode together to sound like I meant to record it for podcast. That is one of the reasons I fell off putting out an episode every week is because it was just extra editing time. And as a team of one, it's a lot of demand for my time. So what I've done now, what I'm going to do moving forward is just give you a setup here, an audio intro, and then I'm just going to give you the video in its full duration. And uh, you can kind of take from it what you will. I think that you'll find it to be helpful regardless of format. So top 10 mistakes I've made using Facebook ads to promote my music on Spotify. Enjoy. If you've made the transition from trying to use playlisting to using Facebook ads to promote your profile on Spotify, First of all, congratulations. You're on the right side of YouTube. You've probably seen some videos that tout these great results of like, hey, I got 2,000 streams in my first week or like 150 followers in a week or stuff like that. And you may have seen some other videos that tell you how to set up ad campaigns and make your creative and how to adjust your targeting and things like that. All really, really helpful stuff. But have you seen a video that tells you what not to do? Well, this is that video. What's up, guys? It's Tom. Welcome back to the lab. Welcome back to another video. Welcome back to my life. Today, I'm coming at you with sort of an anti-hero video. This is very much a do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. As a dad of two children, I can tell you that is a very effective methodology, and I hope that you will listen to me on this one. This video is the top 10 biggest mistakes I have made when running Facebook ads for Spotify. This is a list of complete blunders that I have incurred upon myself. Some are incredibly stupid. Some are just 
lack of knowledge, but this is all stuff that I've stumbled upon because I continue to test and try things. And some of them are kind of embarrassing, I'll be honest. And some of them are, you're going to be like, wow, I really can't believe he did that. But yeah, I did. I did all these things. I did. But because this is a warning video of sorts, because this is not a hype video, this isn't a like positive feel good, this is a don't do this stuff video. Hang on a second. There. I feel like red is a better warning color. And also I have really been wanting to change the color on these lights in here ever since I got them and I haven't done that yet. So there. It's red in here now. All right, these are the top 10 biggest mistakes I have made when running Facebook ads for Spotify. This is sort of a countdown list type of thing. So we're gonna start at number 10 and work our way down to number one. Number 10, making major changes to my brand as an artist in the middle of a release cycle. I'm not gonna say this after every single one of them, but this one is particularly stupid. I released my song Must Be Dreaming on July 10th. On July 20th, I changed my artist's name from TD3 to Tom Dupree III, which means I only gave myself two Fridays to potentially appear on release radar. And then I completely cut my legs out from under myself and got rid of all of the momentum that I had created with the song already. So every bit of ad spin that I put into it in the first two weeks, I just torpedoed at the end of it. And uh, I didn't end up getting any effective algorithmic traffic because I changed my artist name. So don't do that. Another time, my most recent release, I released a song called We Can Run on Friday, September 11th. On September 9th, I think it was on September 9th. Anyway, sometime I got uh, a comment on one of my videos and I think I read it on September 9th that said, you can get your followers moved from your old profile to your new profile if it didn't happen when you changed your name. Backstory, when I changed my name from TD3 to Tom Dupree III, everything moved uh, effectively and efficiently and it all worked great. And if you wanna learn about that, you can watch this video right here. But my followers didn't move over. And I was a little bit bummed about that because I had gotten up to like almost like 350 followers on my old profile by running Facebook ads over the previous like month or so or two months, something like that. I'd done pretty well and it built, started to build up this following and it was starting to snowball. And when I moved my artist profile, none of that moved. So I was pretty bummed out. So when I read this comment, I went to the support section on Spotify, submitted a request and lo and behold, they were totally cool about it absolutely willing to do it. They moved my old followers on the night of September 10th, right before my release on September 11th. The problem is they moved all of my followers from my new profile of which I had only gotten to like a hundred at that point to my old profile. So I had 450 followers on TD3, which was releasing no music and zero followers on Tom Dupree the third, which is where I was about to drop my new song. So my most recent release, appeared on zero algorithmic playlists out of the gate, making the climb up from that pretty much impossible. So number 10, don't make major changes to yourself as an artist or your brand in the middle of a release cycle. And please definitely don't do it the day before you drop a song. As I said, this one's particularly stupid. Number nine, not split testing creative in my ads. I have several times just run ads where I ran one piece of creative, one video clip with one section of the song and that's it. And the results kind of just are what they are. It's really important to split test all of the different visual elements of your creative so that you can figure out which one is working better. Like 
Create a video that's just the album cover. Create a video that's you singing in your studio. Create a video that is just stock footage from a website like Pexels or Cover and cut it up to your song and try that. You don't know what your audience or especially what your cold audience you're trying to gain fans is gonna like. You don't know what's gonna resonate with them. So it's really important to split test multiple pieces of creative for every ad set that you run so that campaign budget optimization can whittle down and figure out which one works the best. It's also really important that you not only split test the visual elements of your creative, but split test sections of your song. This is something I didn't do for a long time. Once I started split testing the visual elements, I just used the same section of the song that I thought was the best part of the song and let the results be what they are. But you just never know. I mean, the most recent campaign I have run, it turns out that the first verse of the song was the part that did the best. And I thought for sure it would be the drop. I was wrong. Split test different sections of the song, like try a verse, try a chorus, try a drop, try a bridge section, and then mix and match those across different pieces of visual creative so that you have tons of different options and campaign budget optimization will help to determine which one is the most effective out of all of those. Number eight, split testing too much creative. Yes, you can go too far in the other direction. Facebook says that the most creative you should have in any given ad set is six pieces. If anything more than six pieces of creative is superfluous and the results are not gonna be any better because you're split testing more. Basically the algorithm can't optimize across more than six pieces of creative content for any one given ad set. So the example I listed before, like let's say we've got three different sections of the song and then we've got three different pieces of visual creative for a total of nine different creative options. Well, we probably wanna split those into two or three different ad sets. Maybe you have one ad set per section of the song and each ad set has the three different visuals accompanying that section of the song in it. You can put too many pieces of creative into an ad set. The case that uh, happened to me, I put eight pieces of creative into one ad set and it just i mean it completely failed to optimize the conversion rate was like 40 cents per conversion and it just it started high and just never came down so don't put too many different ad options into one ad set number seven split testing too many ad sets per campaign again it's the same thing as before with the ads per ad set if you give too many options for your budget within your campaign the optimization feature isn't going to work correctly. So for me, I'm averaging $10 a day of ad spend. I think in this case, I put like seven or eight ad sets across my campaign and campaign budget optimization just couldn't account for all of that. And I think I had two or three different creative options per ad set. So for a $10 a day ad spend, it was just way overkill and it just never came down. It started high, never came down because the algorithm couldn't figure out what to do with all of it. So be thoughtful about how many ad sets you use. Be thoughtful about how many pieces of creative you put in each ad set. Number six, this is a big one that's going to carry forward into the next several points. Not understanding the learning phase of Facebook ads. Facebook ads has this thing that it calls the learning phase. The learning phase is what happens from the moment you start a new campaign until it has gone through what Facebook refers to as 50 optimization events. So whatever your campaign is optimized for, it has to get through 50 of those before it can 
basically know what it is you're trying to get it to do. You need to understand what the learning phase is. I, I recommend that you read about it a little bit. There's some very brief help articles on Facebook that you can get into. It will tell you more about the learning phase, but just know that it is 50 optimization events. So if you're optimizing for conversions, you need to get 50 conversions on an ad set, not on the campaign total per ad set. So if you have two ad sets, you've got to get a hundred optimization events total, but it has to be specifically 50 for each one before either of those ad sets will be able to optimize and really start bringing the cost down and scaling up for you. Number five of mistakes I've made, turning off ad sets and campaigns that are performing really well. Y'all, I have torpedoed more good campaigns than I can count by turning them off because I started a new one. Take it from me. Don't turn off an ad campaign that is performing really well for you until you get another one that is performing better. Let's say you have one that you're getting 10 cents a conversion, which is really good. You want to start running a new campaign for a song that you're about to drop. The 10 cent one is a song you dropped previously. Start the new campaign for the new song and keep the old one running. Maybe back it down to five bucks a day or even like $2 a day or whatever you can get away with, but let it keep running until you have enough results from the new ad campaign to compare to the old one. If the new ad campaign starts getting conversions at nine cents, then you can turn off the old one. But if the new one only comes down to like 13 and the old one's at 10, you're probably ultimately going to want to ramp the old one back up later in the release cycle of the new song and turn the new one off ultimately. Always keep your best performing ad set running until you get another one that is performing even better. This way you continue the snowball effect and you don't shoot yourself in the foot like I have a thousand times. Number four, pausing an ad campaign for too long. Remember the learning phase thing? If you pause an ad campaign for more than seven days, when you turn it back on, it will have to re-enter the learning phase, which means it's got to go through 50 optimization events again to figure out or to re-figure out what it is you're trying to get it to do. So by pausing a campaign for too long or just turning it off completely forever, you're losing all of that good data that campaign budget optimization has given you and learned about what you're trying to get it to do. You're just destroying all the data that you have. Don't pause a campaign for too long. If you're trying to split test and test things, you can pause it for less than seven days, but don't pause it for longer because you'll lose everything and then you'll have to start over. Number three, adjusting your campaign budget by too much. I've done this a lot as well. I didn't know that changing the budget would cause an ad set to re-enter the learning phase, but sure enough, it will. If you change your campaign budget by too much, it will cause all of the ad sets in it to re-enter the learning phase, which again means another 50 optimizations have to happen for it to relearn what it is you're trying to get it to do. So you can adjust the budget for your campaign, but you just can't adjust it by too much at once. 30 to 50% of your budget adjustment in either direction is usually going to be okay, but only every five days or so. Don't do it more frequently and not by too much. So if you have a $20 budget and you cut it down to five bucks, it's going to reset it. But if you have a $20 budget and you cut it down to 15, you're probably going to be okay. And then let it wait five days, bring it down five again to 10, let it wait five days, and then bring it down to five from 10. And then there you are, you're good where you want it to be in the first place. So it takes a little thought to sort of plan out where you want to start your budget and where you want to end it. Or conversely, 
If you start at $5 a day and you want to ramp it up because it's performing well, ramp it up from five to 10, 10 to 15, 15 to 20, but every five days, because more than that is going to end up resetting your campaign and you're going to have to go through that learning phase again, which nobody wants. Number two, making too many adjustments to a campaign all at once. So I've torpedoed a lot of campaigns by adding ad sets, adjusting the budget, removing creative from existing ad sets and adding creative to existing ad sets all at the same time. When I did that, the campaign just went haywire and was like, oh, we don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know how, I don't know what he wants me to do. So if you want to make adjustments, just change one thing at a time and let it sort of percolate for a few days and then change something else. This also is a great way to split test the changes that you've made so that you know, did that thing make it better or worse? Rather than going, okay, I did five things. I don't know which one is the one that screwed it up. And here it is, number one, the number one biggest mistake that I have made, unfortunately, more times than I can count when it comes to running Facebook ads for Spotify is making adjustments to my campaign too soon after I start it. Once you hit go on a campaign or once it goes live after you've scheduled it, do not touch it. Don't touch it for at least three days. Some people are gonna tell you five, some people are gonna tell you seven. The longer you can wait, the better, the more optimized it's gonna become. If you can't wait three days, at the very, very minimum, don't touch an ad set until it has at least 50 optimization events on it. That is the absolute bare minimum. Let it get out of the learning phase first before you touch anything because every time you make an adjustment to an ad set while it is in the learning phase it is going to have to restart the learning phase and relearn what it is you're trying to do and it is never going to get enough momentum to even get out of the gate again I've, more times than i can count i've I'll start a campaign 24 hours in i'll go oof, starting out too high i'm just i'm gonna turn off that ad no i'm gonna turn off that ad set no, you have to leave it alone. If that means not looking at it for three days, which sometimes I've had to do because I can't take it, don't look at it for three days and then come back to it. Just make sure you set your budget as something that you're not going to be all upset about if you lose that money because it just didn't work at all after three days. Don't touch your ad campaign for the first three days after you start it. Please, I'm begging you, learn from my mistakes. I have absolutely tanked so many campaigns starting out and I've wasted so much money doing this. It is the biggest mistake I've made and it is solely because I'm impatient and I want to see results. I promise you being patient in this regard will pay off. Just don't, don't touch it for three days, please. So that's it for this video. These are the top 10 biggest mistakes I have made with Facebook ads for Spotify. I hope this is a helpful list for you. Uh, if you have made some of these, I'd love for you to sound off in the comments. So I know that I'm not the only one who has absolutely ruined great ad campaigns because of my own stupidity. Also, if there are mistakes you've made that I didn't list here, odds are I've probably made them. So, uh, let me know in the comments. I would love to hear about some other things that people have experienced and done, because if I get enough and if you help jog my memory of some other really dumb things I've done, it'd be great to make a part two of sort of like a warning video of like, Hey, don't do this stuff. I'd really like to help with some more troubleshooting, uh, for Facebook ads for Spotify, rather than just continuing to post like, Hey, 
I did so great on this campaign. Uh, I think that there's more to be learned from the failures a lot of the time than there is to just say, hey, my campaigns are working awesome. Go team. That's it for this one. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you guys as always. If you haven't yet subscribe to the channel, like this, share it with your friends. I'd be super, super grateful. And there are a couple of videos at the end here that you can check out and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Sounds of the Future. As I said in the video portion of the audio towards the end there, uh, I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my YouTube channel and hit the bell notification icon so you know when I go live or when I post a new video or anything like that. And also, if you're digging any of this stuff, uh, share it. Whatever format you want to share it on, whether it's you want to share a link to the podcast or to YouTube or you want to share the text of a post that I put up on Instagram or whatever. Uh, I really am really passionate about what I'm getting into in terms of content. And I really, really want to aggressively help as many people as I can establish themselves as businesses and as artists in today's marketplace, because I think that there's a ton of opportunity to really take advantage of your career and take ownership of that as a musician and make it what you want it to be. So I'd really appreciate it if you shared it. Thank you for listening, and uh, I'll catch you on the next episode for part two in this series. Peace.